Hey guys, what is happening? Welcome back to Creating Space. This is Mindset Monday. It is the 19th day of December. We're rolling in the last Monday before Christmas. Are you excited? I'm juiced. I'm definitely juiced to get back to Greenville, to see family, to see friends, to get caught up in a lot of uh, what's been going on in the minutia of the family. Hang in there, but not too long. Got to get in and get out, get back into the daily life. I hope that you're already planning or have already planned your Christmas vacations. You're getting excited about that. I'm sure you're already focusing on what it is you, you need to get left on the Christmas shopping list. I'll send you a lot of good vibes for that. Mindset Monday. You know I'm excited. Welcome back in. Uh, I've had a great weekend jumping down into Charleston to see some old friends. I had a buddy, Matt Morris. You may recognize his name, his stage name, DJ Scluto. He was and is a resident DJ who makes consistent uh, appearances onto Creating Space. He had a second ever set down in Charleston, and I wanted to get down there and support him. Took a GoPro with me, and I wanted to document a little bit of what this process has been like for Maddie to push past his fears and to create a real avenue, create a little bit of space, but he's creating real, a real avenue for himself in Charleston in the house music scene. And uh, I think the individuals there alongside myself who got a great workout at F45 in Mount Pleasant, F45 Fitness there, uh, great high-intensity uh, interval training in Mount Pleasant, great place to check out if you're ever in Charleston. I want to talk a little bit about today for Mindset Monday. I want to talk about the scarcity mindset. I want to talk about that because it's ever prevalent in my life right now. I got a great story, and today's Mindset Monday will be a bit of a storytelling episode. So my old man, Mr. Barry Knight, great guy, one of the hardest working individuals that I've ever met in my life. He is the hardest worker that I've ever seen. I, Since I was little, I can remember my dad leaving four o'clock in the morning to go get a workout before he would go to work. And he's 35 plus years at Anderson District 1. He is a school administrator. He has devoted his life to service and to the development of middle school age kids. And I mean, he has built Palmetto Middle School in Williamston, South Carolina into quite a dynasty there. They've won multiple uh, awards there at, underneath his tutelage. He is an awe-inspiring individual. However, we, he can't get away from his past, all right? He was raised by a father of fourth grade education and a mother of Lebanese descent, an immigrant. And there was talk all throughout his childhood of scarcity. We don't have enough money. We need to save. We cannot do, we cannot go on that trip or buy that food or whatever. That lack and that form of scarcity is a construct that he has had um, thrown at him and has been a part of his developmental process since he was a young, a young child. And that has carried, he has carried that with him throughout his entire life. I can remember when we were young, there was always talk of that, right? And it makes sense because my dad comes from the generation where uh, his father and his mother and, and their father and mother saw, they saw the Great Depression, they saw world wars. What they wanted to teach their offspring was the incredible, you know, notion of saving your money and, and uh, you know, the, the old adage, save for a rainy day, right? Well, 
my parents have been incredible at that, especially my father. Uh, you know, he would always tell me that he, you know, conserved tangible money so much better than he did with cards. So he would carry cash around all the time because he wouldn't spend cash, but he'd always swipe his card. So anyways, this is something that I've been noticing about my father as I go through my own spiritual development. And I understand what creating space away from uh, mindsets, away from, you know, different uh, belief systems in your life, opening up the void to be able to evolve and change. This is something that I realized that was a part of of my belief system and I wanted to change. And the only reason that I was able to recognize it in him was in first recognizing it in myself. So anyways, long-winded build up to the story. So my dad has always talked about when he retires from education, he wants to travel the United States. He'd love to buy a mobile home of some sort and travel. He said that for as long as I can remember. He loves to bike. He's an outdoorsman and it by heart. I have seen this guy travel. Uh, he's ridden a bike across the Blue Ridge Parkway from Virginia to Georgia in four and a half days. I mean, he's an extreme uh, enthusiast. And so this is his life. This is something that he wants to do as he's devoted 30 plus, 35 plus years to the education system. So here he is. He's coming up on his retirement. His 401k is about to become unlocked without any penalties. He's about to have a nice little sum of, of income coming his way and that he'll have at his disposal. And he comes to me and he says, Wes, you know what? I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know what to do. I, I have this money at my disposal and I have this dream. I've always had this dream of wanting to get this Winnebago and travel and see things that I've never gotten the opportunity to do. And it was a real full circle moment for me because this was the first time that I can ever remember in my life that my idol, my father, was turning to me for advice. He was looking at me saying, get your eyes on this. Tell me what you think. Why, why am I going through this process? So this made me smile. One, because now that shows that my dad trusts me. But B, it's because he's noticing what we're doing here at Creating Space. He understands what this notion is about opening up avenues in your life, voids to allow a new version of yourself to come in, right? He's saying to me, Wes, now I have access to this money and I have this old mindset of scarcity. How do I get rid of it? That's basically what he was saying to me. And I wanted to put him through the process of first becoming aware that he had a scarcity mindset, becoming aware of the language that he was using and the tight grip that he had around the money that he already had access to. Now, this is the epitome of creating space because whenever you put your grasp around something in your life, yes, you hold on to it, but at the same time, you prevent the universe from adding opportunities into that area or that space. So here my dad is really wanting to travel, really wanting to see all the parts of the United States that he had never gotten the opportunity to do, but on the other side of the coin, he didn't want to let go of the money that he had access to. But he's totally manifesting this the entire time. He's thinking about it all day long. He's searching all over Craigslist and the internet, trying to find available Winnebago's. The manifestation process is already well underway. He's finding the best circumstance, yet the level of fear 
is around the exchange of money. We all have this, whether it goes for a house, whether it goes for a car, whether it goes for even simple things like maybe the most expensive steak at the at the grocery store or the best bottle of wine in comparison to other bottles of wine. You all know what I'm talking about. We face this on a daily basis. This is scarcity mindset. Now, what's fascinating to me is that my dad is extremely powerful in manifestation and he gets to these places where he has these blocks often. So we need to help him push through the block. But for my father, you cannot tell him what to do. You've got to help guide him through the process, a bit of guided discovery to help him land on the solution by himself. So here we are. We're having this conversation and I'm just leading my dad through it. Look, dad, the sooner that you recognize that money is a tool and that money is to be used for an exchange for something else. In this particular occasion, the money is a exchange for experience. Okay, my dad, in order to get to the life that he really wants, he's going to have to exchange this amount of money to get to the lifestyle that he's always dreamed of. That's the difference. That's where the tension is. That's where he can't let go of. So I keep working with him. Dad, you know what? You're going to sit at home and you're going to be miserable the longer you watch your dream and the life that you intended for slip away because you're always going to look over that fence of fear and wonder what if. And he says to me, oh, you know, your mom's going to think I'm a, you know, an extremely selfish person because I've made X, Y, and Z purchase in the past. And, you know, maybe we won't be traveling as much together because your mom doesn't like to travel that much. And I'm saying, dad, you're the leader of the family. Mom's not going to be happy if you're not happy. If you're sitting at home miserable because you're not leading by example, then you're not being the best version of yourself anyways. And dad, we all know that if you're not happy, no one's happy. So your energy needs to be positive. So why don't you focus more on how do we get over this fence of fear and into the life that you've always dreamed of? And we talk for a little bit longer and we really are spinning in circles. So I let him go. Two or three days later, he calls me back. He says, ah, oh, man, I don't think I can do it. I did some research and you know, Wes, I've, I've really got some negative feedback on these Winnebago's. I just, I don't think it can work, you know? And I'm smiling because this is paralysis by analysis. This is where we tend to talk ourselves out of situations because it suits the hand of fear. It doesn't suit the hand of exploration and the hand of wonder It suits the hand of fear. So I just allowed him to see how he was speaking. I pointed a mirror back in my father's face and said, Dad, this is how you sound right now. You sound afraid. You sound unwilling to chase your dreams. You sound as though this is not important to you. And I can speak from experience that I have heard you for years talk about walking into this life and it being a reality. I even further started to model a couple of experiences for him, give him some examples of how we can create space away from the mindset that he has and open a void for the universe to do what I call solve for X. You know, a great quote from one of the past guests, Patrick Bet David, he said, life is a mathematical equation. You just need to insert the equation solve for X and then allow the universe to solve whatever problem it is that you have identified. So I told dad, I said, look, creating space is about 
being open and saying and announcing to the universe that you're open for the universe to solve the problem. You know, the particular problem was the bank was only going to loan him a certain percentage of the final amount, the final asking price of the guy who was selling the Winnebago. They were also going to offer that at a very high rate of interest. Dad wasn't comfortable with that. This was the issue. So I said to dad, I said, dad, I believe the asking price originally was 69. Okay. I said, dad, why don't you ask the universe for the ideal price? What would that look like? He said, you know what? I'd be comfortable with 62, 63. I said, that's fair, but I think we can get him to 60. What do you think? He says, I don't think he's going to budge. He won't get past 65. I said, well, dad, do you believe that you could get him below? Do you believe that you can get him to 60? He said, I sure would be nice. So I said, why don't you start using the language and announcing to the universe and affirming into the world that this is what you want. Declare it and you allow the universe to solve for X. So I think it went a bit over his head. It sounded like he was going to take it on board. I just said to him, give yourself a chance to have some magic happen. And to let the creative spaces open up and see what happens. He smiled and laughed. We got off the phone and two or three days later, he calls me back. Wes, you'll never guess what happened. What's up, dad? Tell me. Well, my buddy across the road that works at the high school who's got no kids. He's got no wife. He's saved his money his whole life. He's dabbling now in the stock exchange. He said to me, I will give you the cash that you need at a 5% interest, but I will only give that to you at 85% of the asking price. Dad couldn't believe it. He said his jaw hit the ground. This was too good to be true. You mean he was going to get cash from a friend at a considerably lower interest rate than the bank was going to offer him. And the only thing he had to do was come to a final negotiating price of 85% of the final asking price, this was too good to be true. So he goes to the dealer, says says to the guy, I've got 85% of what you want, but I've got it in cash. You can take it or leave it. This is my final offer. And I'll have you, my father walked off of that lot with that Winnebago at $59,000, just under 60 grand. It's incredible what the universe will do when you give it the opportunity to solve for X, when you give the universe the opportunity to enter the voids that you create, it will provide magic for you. You got to be aware. You've got to understand that maybe sometimes what you're grasping onto is actually keeping out the aspects of life that you really want to enter. So open up, become more aware. Become more accepting of abstract ideas and solutions and potential energy that's all around you. It's a great story. It's a heartwarming story. It's a Merry Christmas for my father as he's worked so hard to be the man that he is, to lead the school as he has for so long. And I can't wait to take some trips with him in this Winnebago as this new version of my father continues to evolve.
So Merry Christmas, everyone. I am sending you the most positive of vibes. Keep your heart open. Keep your head open. Keep your mind open. Continue to give love because it all comes back full circle. I love you guys. I love this community. If this story has resonated with you and you want to pass it along, please send it out to someone who you know would enjoy it, you know would appreciate it, and you know whose life would be changed by it. Also, I would love for you to take a screen grab or a picture of where you are when you're listening to this Mindset Monday and send it to me. Tag me on Instagram. Tag me on social media. I want to know where you're consuming this podcast. I want to know what it looks like for you. Are you on a a workout bike in the gym? Are you in the car? Let's have a conversation about where you are when you're consuming this podcast because I want to see just who it is out there that's listening to the podcast and who our community is. So Creating Space Tribe, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I cannot wait as this podcast, this Creating Space movement continues to grow. I love you all. Have a great one.